Good morning, multiverse. Hello there, friends and foes. This is Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And this morning, we are going to be celebrating December 3rd, 1978. Why? Because December 3rd, 1978, December 1st, actually, 1978, was my eighth birthday. And it was the best birthday I ever had. And so we're going to be talking about Mego action figures. We're going to be talking about Matchbox cars. We've got cereal taste testing and the cartoons of Saturday morning, 1978. And we are going to do that right after this brief intro from our friends, the Murdering Crows. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss, Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse. The first star was James Dean, Elvis Presley and he's still the king. Some things are only imitatable, can't be that original. All right, friends and foes, thank you to the Murdering Crows for that awesome theme song. And you can get their record, Four Bad Crows, at Amazon, Google, Apple Music, or wherever you buy great music. This episode is brought to you by Tales of the Decoverse from yours truly. You can get Night Reich. One Night at the Roxy and League of Impossibilists at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you get books. And I've not read them myself, but everyone says they're great and make great Christmas gifts. Hint, hint, wink, wink. And also thank you to our super fans, our cereal box supporters, Sharice Collins, City Kep, Brian Huff, Dave Manginelli, Dave Mattingly, Crystal Raven-Jones, Eli Cash, they make this show possible, and you too can be a supporter and have your name in lights at buymeacoffee.com slash cerealboxpod. And we're going to run that uh, address along the bottom during the show. So at any time, you're like, wow, these guys are really great. I want to buy them a bowl of cereal. You can just look down at the bottom of the screen and go, oh yeah, buymeacoffee.com slash pod, and that will be awesome. Well, please welcome into the virtual rec room my fantastic co-hosts. First up is the Peppermint Princess, my emotional support Canadian, the social media socialite. She is Willow Skyler. Good morning. Good morning, Willow. How are you? Uh, fantastic. Yes, I love your backdrop. You're all ready for Christmas. Trying to be, yep. <laughs> and and I love it. I love the Christmas season. One, because my birthday is December 1st. We celebrate all year long. This is officially day number three of Pika Palooza 2022. Happy birthday. Thank you. And, and and you doing the Christmas background just makes my heart. Because look, <laughs> I'm already... I. December 1st, it starts. Don't stop believing, baby. Hey, uh, I'm already bringing out the Christmas <gasps> cereal. 
so <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so proud of you. Also, not looking very Christmassy, looking very summery in her secret beach house compound is an amazing author, the host of the Words and Coffee podcast. It is Sarah Jenkins. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Ooh. You sound a little bit like Morticia or 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 Drac Dracula. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Which is an odd choice for December, but you know we're gonna go with it. You know, I mean, vampires are yearly beings. They they really are. You know, I I was talking about that the other night. Someone was like, haunted tours in Nashville at Christmas time. I'm like, the ghosts don't know it's Christmas time. <laughs> If anything, there might be more ghost stories to tell at Christmas time. It's it's even a lyric in the song. There'll yeah. be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. Aw, my dog is really excited every time you sing. <laughs> looking around like, where did that come from? <laughs> oh, I love it, Charlie. Even pets become fans. <laughs> That's right. So, Willow, do you tell ghost stories at Christmas in Canada? Uh, unfortunately, I don't have a family that I really talk to. So, <laughs> Yeah, I think that I, I'm trying to make this a thing where on Christmas Eve, we, we gather around and we tell Christmas ghost stories. That I'm, would be fun. Yeah, I'm really that trying to make that a great tradition to start. Charles we, Dickens wrote a whole book about it. Yeah, well, it used to be <laughs> a, a, a tradition early, in the early days of Christmas, and um, I want to bring it back. And I know someone who would totally dig doing that on Christmas Eve. He's our special fourth co-host this morning, joining us via the magic of the interwebs all the way from Elizabethtown, Kentucky. He is the fanatic the host of Fanatic Forum, George Bueller. Hey, everybody. Bueller. Good morning. Bueller. Good morning. Bueller. <laughs> There's a small windstorm going on outside, so I'm seeing a lot of leaves blowing out the window. I'm like, should I be concerned? <laughs> uh, no, you're inside. <laughs> only if they're doing this. Yeah. I, it's a cyclone. <laughs> so, yeah. have, have you ever seen a, a what they call a dust devil, a mini cyclone? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen those a bunch of times. That freaks me out more than a real tornado. Because I'm like, it's the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> I know, but they just blow right in front of you, like in a parking lot or in a field or, you know. I think it's cool. It, it freaks me out a little bit because I'm like, is there a real tornado coming? No. It just got stirred up there. I mean, I've seen like, I've seen it pop up like a patch of grass in a field. I'm like, oh, that's cool how it popped up there. Yeah. But, yeah. That's I'm fantastic. I'm impressed. That's fantastic. Now everyone's going to be asking, Charlie, get ready. Where in the world is co-host Martini? And she is finishing up her busy season with photography. She's uh, listen. She's killing it. Uh, my family and I went and uh, did a mini session with her oh, on cool. Sunday, and. Um, it was it was quite phenomenal. She's great. I highly yeah. recommend it. So, do we get a Christmas card coming in the mail, Johnny? Maybe. <laughs> it, it will it will be whether or not my wife decides it's um, 
ready. Because <laughs> I mean, we got like fifty pictures to pick from, so you know. Oh, wow. And yeah. she gets to pick. It was her. It was her birthday present. So all she wanted was for her birthday was a family picture. We've not done Aww. one in about ten years. So. So no Christmas card, but we'll see about a Christmas uh, newsletter. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Zoe's extraordinary playlist, the Christmas edition of it yesterday. So yeah, that that would be awesome to send out a Christmas newsletter to people. All right. Yeah. Well, we will. We will. I meant to do one for Thanksgiving, and you know, I'm I'm in the middle of open enrollment at, at the day job. What does that mean? Oh. That means that I have to talk to about three thousand people in a six week period to get them enrolled or re-enrolled in their medical insurance for 2023. Yeah. I, I feel your pain. I, I, I do too, man. Yeah. I'm, I've I'm lost my voice. I've lost my voice several times. And um, anyway, anyway. So for those of you who are tuning in, wondering what is this show about? This show is a pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturday mornings of our youth while navigating adulthood today. And for me, growing up on Saturday mornings meant cartoons, it meant comic books, it meant kung fu movies, Godzilla, kaiju, sometimes board games and and. Uh, you know, toys and getting the prize out of the cereal box. And because we didn't have smartphones or iPads or tablets at the breakfast table on Saturday morning, we, in between cartoons, comics, and kaiju, we were reading the back of the cereal box. Mm -hmm. And this morning, guys, I've got a very special cereal to do a taste test of. Ah. But that, that was, that was, you know, that's the theme of the show. Everything Saturday. So, uh, you're not going to get one thing. You're not going to get two things. You're going to get a bunch of things as we celebrate Saturday. And you know what, guys? I got to tell you, I, I got some hate mail this week. What? You know that you've made it as a broadcast yeah. professional when you start getting hate mail. And the uh, the hater in question said, your, your, your podcast is all over the place. There's no central theme you, you, you know, people don't know what you're about. You're confusing your audience. And I'm like, well, no, we're about Saturday morning. And he's like, you, you promote all this nostalgic stuff, but then you talk about new stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's part of the navigating adulthood today part. Mm -hmm. Celebrating the nostalgia, the memories of our youth, but also navigating today and <laughs> navigating adulthood today. And so sometimes that's new stuff. Like the cereal I've got this morning, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the hot cocoa flavor. <laughs> now, now this is from General Mills. And uh, so I'm going to do a cereal taste test this morning. And um, we'll, we'll, you know what? Let's just go ahead and do that right now. I'm going to ask everyone who is going to participate in this segment, what's in the bowl and the, the card has vanished? Where'd it go? Where, where'd it go? There it is at the bottom. What's in the bowl? In the bowl? 
And for me, I've got Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And the back of this cereal box, Sarah, you're going to love this. Aww. It's got <gasps> flying practice. It's got the antler tag, the bumble escape game, and it describes what you do. So flying practice, paw at the ground, then get a running start and leap into the air. Challenge your friends to see who can fly the furthest. Antler tag, gather your herd, then put your fingers on your head like antlers and try to tag your friends while they run away. With <laughs> That sounds like a great Christmas Eve activity. The Christmas tree is getting knocked over for sure. And then the bumble escape, take turns pulling each other on a sled to see who can run away from the bumble the fastest. So it's sled racing races, sled races, but you got to pull them um, and then to see who can run around the place where you live the fastest. And it's got a cutout Rudolph ornament. Aww. Wow. That's cute. This is a great back of the cereal box. Great. Now it's hot cocoa flavor. So that means... This does not surprise me. General Mills, do, I think they do Cocoa Puffs, and they do the Count Chocula cereal. So they, right. they got, a, they got a, a, a thing going with chocolate. And this smells delicious. We'll do a dry taste test. Taste test. Now, it's got marshmallows, too, because hot chocolate has to have marshmallows. Right, Sarah? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Mm, that's pretty tasty. All right. Tasty. So we're going to put some in the bowl and we're going to do a taste test live here on the air. First time ever. And of course, I'm using silk almond milk and um, just a little just to give it that that crunchy flavor that that I'm not going to use the M word. Now, here's the <laughs> thing, though. This is my only complaint. The uh, the uh, cereal pieces are shaped like reindeer. Mm hmm. But they kind of look like dog food kibble. <laughs> because they are. <laughs> it's reindeer kibble. Ah, ah. Good one, Sarah. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. There you go, there you go. I will not go where my brain is going right now. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Willow. That's <laughs> uh, all right, Willow. I'm on your side of the street, too, hon. <laughs> This show's so, about uh, for kids, right? <laughs> no, you're see, you're you're going the uh, the I'm way the your brain is going. Out. You're thinking about rodent size. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. So I don't know if you guys saw it, but earlier this week I did a taste test of the Cane Brown Cane Crunch cereal. Yeah. And it may be the best chocolate cereal I've ever had. Nice. Um, it got five bowls and a spoon out of five. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, it is. This this has a a moderate chocolate taste. It's somewhat chocolatey, but really, it's the marshmallows that give it its flavor, and that's kind of been the standard for general cereal, general uh, or 
Golly, General Mills. Wait, my brain is cramping this morning. General Mills cereal. Their, their cereals tend to have a very generic flavor, but mm -hmm. it's the marshmallows that give them the zing and kind of getting the same vibe here. Okay. Uh, at the uh, at the risk of sounding not hip, um, who's Kane Brown? What kind of music does he do? I'm not familiar with him. Kane Brown is an up and coming country music superstar. Okay, he, that's, that's why I don't know him. Yeah, he's selling out arenas right now. How far? Huge, out? huge. I mean, he's got to be big to have a breakfast cereal, but I, I just I was unfamiliar with what kind of music you know he did. So yeah. Yeah. Contemporary country. Um, so far, okay. All right. So <clears throat> final thoughts on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer cereal. It's it's a great cereal choice for Christmas morning. I'm going to give it three and a half bowls of cereal out of five. So it's, right. it's not bad. It's not great, but it's a good option. Sorry, General Mills. <laughs> But we love you anyway. Does anybody else have uh, something in their bowl they want to share? Oh, I sure. do. Oh, go ahead, George. All right. So I'm in mid-crunch here. So <laughs> it shouldn't be a surprise that I'm a bit of a weird kid. I mean, that's kind of how you get be a part of the class here. Mm -hmm. My all-time favorite cereal is a bit of an adult cereal, you would think, but yeah, this is my jam I'm rocking this morning here. All right. This has oh. been my favorite since I was a kid. Um, so, yeah. It holds up the milk very well. You know, high in fiber and, you know, a little bit of protein in there, too. So that's, that's important for kids, you know. Um, and on the back of the cereal box here, I mean, you, you do get a nice, uh, you know, a, a nice recipe on here for some trail mix. And... Uh, you learn about the joy of delicious eating. Begins with Kellogg's Cracklin' Oat Brand Cereal. Each oven-baked, distinctly shaped O-like cluster is packed with the unforgettable flavor of golden oats, coconut, and just a touch of cinnamon. So I feel like we need a Vanna White there with you to like do this number <laughs> and this number. Yeah. Now, is that is that post? Is post uh, who does Cracklin' Oat Brand? Uh, yes. Or no, that was Kellogg's. I'm sorry, Kellogg's. Oh, Kellogg's. Listen. Kellogg's is killing it right now. Kellogg's yeah. is, they have always been the king of cereal, but they've like recommitted themselves to marketing their cereal brands and they are just killing it with, with, uh, with their product. They're doing a great job. Great job. And not, not to take over, but I have to bring up a comment my wife gives because this is what she <laughs> makes fun of me for. That I Listen. <laughs> Listen, my yeah, my grandparents had it when I was growing up, but it was actually a treat to have Cracklin Oat Brand when I went See? to their house. Yeah, I love yeah, Cracklin Oat Brand. It was too expensive, but my grandparents on a fixed income had no problem affording it. <laughs> How do you really so. feel about it, George? You're not bitter. <laughs> I'm just sitting here enjoying my cereal. Willow, what do you got? You got some Christmas crunch, don't you? I do. I found the Captain Crunch, uh, yeah, holiday crunch. Um, so a little bit disappointed because I was because last week I had uh, the Crunch Berry stuff, and I love Crunch Berries. 
thinking that it was going to be similar taste it it all tastes the same it like there's no change in taste of their little shapes or like it's supposed to be like stars and christmas trees and even but, kind it, of- but it's just it's just captain crunch yeah but you know what captain crunch is delicious <laughs> And it is yeah. the top five best it is, cereal. It ever. is a good cereal. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, <clears throat> I was you expecting were, a little you bit were just more. Expecting that that something extra. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I love good Captain Crunch. Crunch though. <laughs> I love Captain Crunch. Sarah, you got anything for us this morning? I do too. Yeah, I do. I um. So I don't have the bag because we put it in a big jar and then we throw the bag away. But. Um, I, I also have a nostalgic bowl. Does anyone remember? <gasps> I remember those bowls. My grandma used to have them. Oh, that's that. so cool. <laughs> these are my mom's. So yeah, we, we use these all the time. So I, as the crunchy one of the group, y'all know I'm, I'm all crunchy and organic over here. I've got some organic uh, from one degree organics. Highly recommend that brand. Uh, chocolate granola. It's like a chocolate quinoa granola. And I have put some coconut and blueberries in there. But for a Christmas surprise, I'm going to try it with eggnog. eggnog. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. So I love this idea. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get some eggnog in there. Ooh. Now I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'll be over here. With my cereal, <laughs> on without me. All right, that is fantastic. That is awesome. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, <clears throat> we've all had some fantastic cereal. Now we need to welcome in our other friends to the rec room because we've got some great comments from our cereal box friends. For those of you in the audience. You get to be our fifth co-host by joining the show in the chat, like Chris Vaglio of the Chris and Amanda show, one of the best podcasts on the planet, especially if you love music, you need to check them out. The Chris and Amanda show. He says, happy birthday, Johnny. Thank you, Chris. And Ron Calhoun asks, what streaming software are you using? We use StreamYard, Ron. And uh, love it a lot. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Law Enforcement Today radio show. This is my good friend, John J. Wiley. And he says, happy birthday, Johnny. John, thank you for tuning in. I love that you are here this morning. And if you guys love true crime, but not you don't want to listen to, like, you know, a a narrative story, you want to hear the real interviews with the real people that were involved in the stories law enforcement today radio show they do for radio and podcasts what um, true crime shows do for discovery and whatnot so fantastic show nice michelle uh, well your wife says old man cereal trademark by the way Drew Milden, Andrew Milden says, good morning, all. Good morning, morning, Andrew. And next Saturday, next Saturday, Drew is going to be back with us. And we have a very special surprise. We are going to count down the best 
or at least our favorite, the best in our opinion, the best movies of 2022. Mm. I'm going to tell you right now, Disenchanted is going to be at the top for me. And um, Bullet Train. And uh, we'll see what else. So uh, those of you who are watching and listening, tune in and uh, add your two cents for the best movies of 2022. Ryan Permison says, good morning, everyone. Happy birthday, Johnny. Willow, see you on the Morphin Grid tonight. So you're going to be talking about Jason David Frank and remembering the Green Ranger tonight. For those of you who don't know, spoiler alert, the Green Ranger, Jason David Frank, did um, leave us last, was it last week, um, victim of suicide. And um, a lot of people in the geek culture community are, they're they're, they're mourning the loss of the Green Ranger. And uh, felt like a roundhouse kick to the heart, I tell you. Oh my goodness, that's so good. Yeah, and on top of basically losing uh, Kevin Conroy before that, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know who Facebook user is, but they are trying to watch while in Connecticut, but the signal sucks at the moment. Happy birthday, John. Thank you so much. And Andrew Milden says, happy belated level up day. And Andrew said, I knew you would say that. <laughs> I don't know who's who are you talking to, Andrew? Are you talking to Willow, Roundhouse Kick to the Heart, or that Disenchanted is the top of my list for 2022? <laughs> I got a feeling that. Well, yeah. you you've been uh, posting about it in Disenchanted for a while, so it's... well, it just came out last week. Have you guys seen it yet? No, nah, not yet. Did you did you see the original one? I did. Yeah, it was very you know. It, my wife loves it a lot more than I do, uh, but well, it was an enjoyable movie. It listen, Disenchanted was phenomenal, and if you are an Indina Menzel fan, she's got her big Indina Menzel moment in this movie. You mean Adele Nazim? Huh? You mean you mean Adele Adele Nazim? No, Indina Menzel. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I can't remember was like the, was the Oscars something like that. John Travolta was presenting mm. her or something like that and like totally butchered her name. Aw. Yeah, right in front of her on national television. I remember that now. Good that job. Funny. But um, you know what? That happens on live TV. That happens <laughs> on this show all the time. You're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Facebook user says, happy birthday, sir. Thank you very much. It is Pika Palooza. <laughs> 2022 and i know everyone wants to know everyone wants to know johnny what did you get for your birthday i was about to ask what is this week's new loot well i'm glad you asked that's a very good question and i'm so excited to share with you (laughs) now let me let me set this up because We're talking about the Saturdays of 1978. In 1978, I was eight years old. And I remember my eighth birthday, December 1st, 1978, being the best birthday of my life. 
I was an avid comic book fan. I we we were going to this this is where I got comic books as a kid. Lawson's oh, convenience uh. store. And George, if you can see in that picture and you look directly in that that window to the left, you yeah. can see the newsstand right there in the front. Wow, that's a nice newsstand. That is where I got comic books every week. Actually, that, probably yeah. every day. We we rode our bikes down there every day. It's a good deal in orange juice, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what what is it? Uh, uh, 59, 59 cents. cents. Yeah, for yeah, a gallon. Yeah. Yeah. It's good pickup. Yeah. And uh and and right across the street was the Hummel oh. IGA. This was our yep. grocery store. Mm -hmm. And downtown was Woolworth. Do you guys remember Woolworth? Anyone? 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 <laughs> they, oh, they, yeah. were, they were a department store that had a lunch counter inside. But we only went to Woolworth for like the big events. You know, that was like a trip. That was um, a good stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. That was that was like in, in Christmas story. That was uh the front window of uh of Higby's. But mm -hmm. and we had a Higby's too, but but Woolworth was like a step above our everyday department store. And you can really can't make it out here. This is downtown North Canton. Um the town I grew up in, and this the the taller kind of resembles Winnipeg. Holy crap! Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> along the right hand side, now this is like early. You can tell that nineteen twenties. You can see the Studebakers. So this I could not. Find, you grew up no, and I could not <laughs> find a picture of North Canton as it was when I was eight, but. This row of buildings along the right-hand side is where Nye's Department Store was. And Nye's Department Store is where we got everything. We got okay. our, our, our clothes. We got toys. We got, And they had a display of, and it was a circular display, a glass case of matchbox cars. Ah. And this Matchbox car would have been one of them. And it was given to me by my good friend, Blake Wilson. And we're going to open it up on air. Collectors are having a collective heart attack right now. Look, just like it was back in 1978, it is wrapped in tissue paper. And look. That is cool. At this gorge. I loved Mac oh. Matchbox cars. Oh. I I had a huge collection when I was a kid. Isn't this just absolutely gorgeous? Uh, good old Blake coming in clutch, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and and you you had to go. You you went. There was a big glass, a round glass case where they were displayed, and you had to go to the counter and say, "I want to get a Matchbox car." You couldn't just take it off the shelf, and they would come to the case and unlock it, and they would take out. You, you'd show them which one, and they would go down the, and they would get the box out, and you would take it home in the box. And I, I love that Matchbox is doing that again, wrapped with tissue paper. What a great way to navigate adulthood today. But wait, nice. there's more. <laughs> uh, 
1978, my all-time favorite toy, um, because Star Wars figures had just come on the scene. They were they were they were exploding, but still the king of action figures. George, do you know the company? Would it be Mego? Mego. And recently, Mego started <laughs> re, you know producing again. And you've yep. seen me show up some of the Mego action figures, but this year, this month, December, is their 50th anniversary. And wow. part of their 50th anniversary. They have reissued the nice. original style in the boxes. This is how they came, and they nice. would be in a in an end cap display or in mm -hmm. a you know a shelf display. These have uh, hanger tags on them, but um, oh yeah. So so here's the special thing about Migos, and uh, yes, collectors, I'm opening the box. <laughs> you can just Brilliant. get over yourself. So I'm not gonna uh maybe I will. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Pop him out there. Do it. Well, no, I need scissors. I'm gonna need scissors. I don't have scissors, but but all cloth costume, cloth capes, and the the original Migos had these ridiculous mitten gloves. Oh yeah. I, I hate the mitten gloves. <laughs> But but that's how they were made, and so that's how they're making them again. Exactly. They kind of had sharp edges too, didn't they? What's that? They kind of had some sharp edges too on those gloves. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, I probably got a plastic cut more <laughs> times than you can count from oh, the yeah. edge on that that glove. Uh, and this this Robin, his mask is removable. Oh, okay. So you can take that's the mask. Cool. Yes, and and then. And and that was a later iteration of of the uh, Robin, I believe. Maybe it was the first. I don't remember. But um, mine, the mask didn't come off. It was painted on his face. And I still have the original one. Just he has no clothes anymore. <laughs> I don't know where he is. But then Batman and his, his mask comes off, which was not the case with the one that I had Um I had the one that it was painted on, but they okay. did have a version where it came off. So this is the one in the uh, 50th anniversary. And George, you can appreciate this as a Batman fan. Okay. So let's look at that utility belt. Very nice. So this is exactly the way it appeared in the comics and the cartoons mm -hmm. at the time in 1978. But yep. I always wondered because Look, there, there are these little capsules here. Uh -huh. I'm yep. like, what in the world is Batman carrying in his utility belt with just the little capsules? Oh, those are like pellets, uh, different types of gas, uh, you know, retractor lines when his main line went out, you know, all kinds of stuff. But you got to memorize yep. the bus. Yeah, you got to memorize. Where where everything is. <laughs> well, he's the world's greatest detective. I'm sure he did a little bit of prep work. <laughs> I guess, but I mean, because it would be easy to hit the wrong one <laughs> in your gloves. You know, take a dose of bat gas and it's, you know, a, a net or something. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It, it, Batman, it, well, he would never do that. That would never <laughs> happen to Batman. Never. See, and that's one of never. the problems I have with Batman is that <laughs> he's just too perfect. 
No, no, no. What the DC the characters in general. Well, if all the superheroes were like me, I don't think people would actually be interested in it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to think about though, Johnny. He's driven to perfection because of his mission, and then he also basically made friends with the world's greatest superhero, who is perfect, and he always tries to live up to that standard, though he doesn't want to actually admit that. That is a great psychoanalysis of Batman, but... He's a billionaire masquerading as a superhero. He's got everything at his disposal. I mean, you know, he's, he is perfect, sort of. Um, it, it, uh, Johnny here, uh, Andrew actually has a good comment since we're talking about Migos here. Um, that uh, he wasn't aware, uh, he was aware that uh, one of the members of Migo uh, married Cardi B. So there you go. I'm not sure it's the same Migo he's talking about, though, but... No. I think is that Migos, but ah, that's not the one I want to do. Thank you, <laughs> Migos. <laughs> they hey, their chips are really delicious. The wrap snacks. Is everybody making food? They they pretty much are. Food is essential to life, George. I've, yeah. I've, I've seen. I mean, I've heard of wrap snacks, but I've never seen them in you know the Louisville E Town area. Well, so, no, they they are there. They're just in a certain part of town. I've visited those parts of towns. I still don't see them there. <laughs> Louisville's a Grippo's town, so uh, Grippo's basically any of their, especially like their barbecue, but any of their flavor of chips are kind of king. Uh, especially like in the West End of Louisville, stuff like that. So um, there's a New Orleans company too that makes like crunchy chips and stuff like that. Uh, that have a lot of you know, the, like have like New Orleans seasonings and stuff like that. I can't remember the name of them, but yeah, Grippo's is kind of king around here. So, but I've never seen the wrap snacks. I will tell you this. I will make you a promise mm. that I will, I will get you some wrap snacks and send you some, or oh, better yeah. yet. Cool. Better yet, I need to take an, a road trip. I need to get out of this town. Yeah, you so do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna come up and bring them to you. Awesome. Will they cereal? <laughs> Probably oh, no. not. They cereal. Probably not. But when we're together, George and I will find out. Oh, All right. <laughs> and Andrew Milden says you're killing me right now. And that's probably because I'm opening up the Migos and the Matchbox cars. Um, By the way, um, so the first in the line were Superman, Batman, and Robin. The next wave is going to be Aquaman, the original uh, Green Arrow design, and another Shazam. So this will be the third Shazam in the Migo line that they've released, but it will be the original one from the 50th anniversary line. I can't wait. Nice. I was a good Marvel kid and I had my Spider-Man and Hulk amigos. I had them all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I had any of the DC heroes. Um, That that is making me want to create a Mego costume now. Uh, well, one of my favorite things that used to, like there used to be a magazine for comic fans called Wizard Magazine. Yeah, um, and of course they had a spinoff called Toy Fair, and in Toy Fair they had Twisted Toy Fair Theater, which used Mego dolls and other toys. Yes. Basically, it was a precursor to Robot Chicken. I, I have a whole stack of old Wizard and Toy Fair magazines. 
bless you, bless you, dear. Yeah. Twisted Toy Fairy Theater was the only reason to pick up that. I mean, the, the, the magazine itself was good if you were into toys, but that was the, the carte blanche of buying that book is because every issue, those were hilarious strips. You know what? We need to find find those online. Surely oh, yeah. they're available somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anybody else got some new loot? I got a cheese advent calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You told us that last week. Cheese Advent. It comes cheese. out every year, and I, I, I love cheese. I do. Uh, too. Baby yeah. Bell, Baby Bell came out with their own, so I'm, I, I bought oh, it yesterday. Baby okay. Now, is it a different cheese every day? I think it's. I think it might be the same cheese, just in different packaging. Okay. Okay. Because I I would want I would want twenty five different ones. Uh, Ilchester has a, a, a advent calendar that I usually buy, but this year it's like thirty dollars, and I'm not I, I'm cheap. <laughs> I mean, if it's if it's twenty five days of Baby Bell cheese, I mean that's not a bad thing. That's a good start, frankly. I mean, I mean that's about a dollar a a cheese wheel. That's actually pretty good, pretty good price. I mean, that's how much. What a bargain. They're a dollar fifty at the at the uh, convenience store in the morning when I when I stop because I I get them for breakfast so thirty bucks for a Baby Bell cheese advent calendar is pretty good rate pretty good price that's a bargain but uh, I get it I get it so George what do you got for us anything um, I do I've got uh, actually we were, you wanted to show off uh, animated movies or TV shows or whatnot so I've got an animated movie to share but uh, another did you know here uh, in our exclusive uh, toy stuff here I was just at Walgreens yesterday I did not pick one up yet but there's a new exclusive pop that Walgreens has for X-Men fans long shot yes I saw it yesterday so Willow if you're a fan of long shot from the X-Men yeah Wal wait, do you have Walgreens in Canada? Uh, no, but we do have like other drug. Stores. Well, no, this is a Walgreens exclusive, and you okay. would know you wouldn't have had to thought think about it if you had Walgreens because in America they're on every corner. They're like they're almost like weeds. They're yeah. everywhere. If there's not a Dollar General on that corner, there's a Walgreens, <laughs> or sometimes on opposite corners. Yeah, yeah, true that. Um, yeah, he's glorious. He's complete with mullet and his throwing knives and his blinky eyes. So, yeah, I'm going to pick him up in the very near future. So the other Walgreens exclusives, George, that they've released this in the last week, you showed me, was it you that showed me the Elsa Bloodstone? Yeah. I, I really want the Elsa Bloodstone. They also released a, a Dr. Voodoo and Hercules. Ooh. And my local Walgreens has all of them right now. And I'm really trying to be disciplined and not go spend all of my birthday money on pops. Oh. Look, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to, to discipline myself a little bit and scale down. I've got way too much because I only have one room to myself. Mm. So, Sarah, you, you, you might understand this. Um, my wife has the rest of the house. I have my one room, my eight by ten. As it should be. And there's way too much, way too much. Yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, so I do have one animated movie to show off here uh, to you guys that you may or may not have seen this before. Uh, but this came out in 2012. Uh, it is originally a French film that was dubbed oh. in English it's called Renaissance 2054. Okay. And Sarah knows this movie, apparently. I don't know the movie, but you have my attention with Daniel Craig. I'm a huge Daniel Craig fan, so I will be finding this movie yeah uh you could you could probably get it pretty cheap it's still in print here but this is a film noir animated film uh it Ooh. is entirely drawn in this black and white wow. style here um almost kind of a bit of rotoscope style like you know ralph Bakshi used to do back in the day uh where it almost seems like the actors were like you know were acting it out and the the animation was done over this but I'll, i'm not sure if that was exactly the case uh, like I said, it was originally as a French film that was uh, dubbed into English, but the cast obviously includes Daniel Craig. Uh, also, we've got Jonathan Price um, and uh, Ian Holm. So, you know, I, 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 yeah, a, a very nice. Oh, Catherine McCormick's in it too. So, yeah, very nice British cast of uh, actors and actresses in this. But it's basically the plot is. Uh, in the future, uh, there's this kind of drug company that can promise you eternal youth and eternal beauty and whatever else. And uh, obviously, things sort of go awry with this company. And Daniel Craig plays a uh, private investigator who's on this particular case here. And there's a lot of you know corporate espionage and intrigue and conspiracy and all kinds of stuff like that. But all right, yeah, Yay. good. Good kind of noirish espionage sort of story, uh, but just like I said, the animation is just so striking in it. Just I've, I've never seen an animated movie like this before, so highly recommend picking it up. You're getting That's a great. copy of that for all of us for Christmas, right, George? <laughs> I love this. Okay. Where did where did you get it, George? Walmart. Um, I saw it when it first came out. Um, I didn't get to see it in theaters because it wasn't released around here, but I picked it up on DVD and then I got it off Amazon. Um, okay. When I, so, I mean, it's, it, it's still widely available. It's probably, it's, I'd say it's probably 10 bucks or less, but uh, yeah, okay. it's, it, it's one of those gems that needs to, needs to be found. Awesome. I love that. I'm going to track that down for sure. I love that style of animation. I mm -hmm. love that, uh, you know, that kind of, um, Almost post-apocalyptic noir. Um, yeah, love it. very, love it. yeah, very Blade Runner, very Sin City inspired as well. But yeah, good love stuff. It. Love it, love nice. it, love it. Sarah, what do you got for us this morning? I'm the new loot because I just got back from North Carolina last night. So <laughs> I'm back. Hello. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have anything other than me and. You know, I brought back a couple extra pounds, I think, maybe, possibly. Welcome back. <laughs> well, so I thought it would be fun, since we were talking about 1978, to do something with our 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 audience. And I'm going to try and do this. Um, let me see if I can do this. I'm going to share screen. And I'm going to see if, where is it? Where is it? I don't want the entire screen. I just want the tab. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm going to share this. Can you guys see that? Yeah. There we go. What's that look like on your... Okay. There we go. Okay. So this is the 1978 Saturday morning TV quiz. And this is from MeTV. And MeTV this morning, uh, they, they do Saturday morning cartoons still today. 
every Saturday morning you can get up early and watch an entire lineup. But I thought this would be fun to do this with everybody. So first question, what was the name of this robotic canine who partnered with the blue Falcon? Is it Dog Wonder, Super Dew, or Dino Mutt? Sarah? (laughs) Can I preface this whole quiz with, I was not born yet. So that's (laughs) That's going to be my answer to everything. That's okay. And and Willow, since I'm on the screen with the quiz, if there are people who are popping up answers, go ahead and uh, pop them up too. So you in the in the audience, you can answer this. So is this Dino Mutt, Super Dew, or Dog Wonder? Uh, that would be Dino Mutt. Correct. I got, right. got Dino Mutt in the comments as well. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Number two. Yogi Bear headed for the stars in a cartoon with this suspiciously familiar font. What mm-hmm. was this show called? Yogi Space Race, Yogi Space Wars, or Yogi Space Rangers? It was actually Yogi Space Force. <laughs> oh. No, I'm kidding. That one. <laughs> that, that would be funny if that was an... Uh... I'm relying on the the commenters. Come on, uh, I I also know this one, but I don't want to. I'll let the Facebook oh, user. We got, uh, we got Yogi Space Race. That is correct. We have a Facebook user that is like on point. Now I, I'm wondering if that's Dave Mattingly. <laughs> that's either Dave Mattingly or um, Sandra Noel. All right, so we have covered this cartoon on the show last year. What is the name of this bucktooth beast in the red cap? Is it Fangface, Jabberjaw, or Wolfman Jack? Fangface! It is Fangface. And one of my... Drew Milden turned us on to this again. This was one of my favorite cartoons in 1978. And uh, we did a whole show on Fangface... You can go back and watch was it. That in part of the Blue Archie Blue. universe. No, this nope. was this was created by Ruby Spears as a Scooby Doo knockoff. Mm-hmm. Um, funny story is that Ruby Spears would later be bought by Hanna Barbera huh. and um, incorporated know. into the Hanna Barbera universe. So they could do a Fang Face Scooby Doo team up if someone could, had. Yeah. If someone had vision or would consult me. Um, All right. Fat Albert had a whole crew of friends. What was the name of the guy with the hat over his face? Was it Mushmouth, Rudy Davis, or Dumb Donald? Uh, Let's see if if Facebook's going to get this one here. I know the answer because I'm fairly certain I know, but I'm an unofficial member of the Fat Albert gang, but yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, no one's jumping. Nope, no, the Facebook user is incorrect. Uh, it is Dumb Donald. Oh, okay. Correct. Dumb Donald. Mm-hmm. Yep. And 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 you'll remember not only did he wear the the hat with the eyes cut out, the he uh he spoke with uh I, I can't even do it. Bill it was Bill Cosby that did it. I'm Hey Albert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The myopic. 
Mr. Magoo made a comeback with What's New, Mr. Magoo? What beloved 1960s TV actor voiced the character? I'm going to give you guys a hint. Let's sit right back and we'll hear a tale, a tale of a faithful trip. (laughs) (laughs) Was it Ray Walston, Jim Backus, or Eddie Albert? Who was Mr. Magoo? That would be the vocal talents of Jim Backus. Correct. Ah, yes. Speaking of beloved 1960s TV actors, Jonathan Harris of Lost in Space returned to outer space in what show? Was it Space Academy, Jason of Star Command, or Arc 2? I got this one wrong when I when I uh, took this one. So Yeah, now this was a Saturday morning live action quote-unquote show and i believe i've not taken the quiz so i believe if i remember correctly it was arc two what what say the audience the picture is kind of a dead giveaway so it is space academy yep i thought it was jason star command but i forgot Mm -hmm. that uh scotty james doohan from star trek was in jason of star command he was the big star in that one and the the, the uh, Jonathan Harris was in Star- Space Academy. I do not remember Space Academy. I don't either. Like I said I remember Arc Two. I didn't watch it, uh, but I definitely watched Jason of Star Command. Um, but yeah, I don't remember Space Academy. All right. So this this is this is a cartoon that a lot of fans are very bitter about. The uh-huh. new Fantastic Four featured three of the Fantastic Four. The Thing. Uh-huh. Reed and Sue, Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman. The Human Torch was replaced with a robot named Bleach, Torchy, or Herbie. Herbie. Should have been Torchy. <laughs> it was Herbie. Now, do any of you know why? They replaced the human torch with the robot because sensors thought it would be too bad, too much for kids to see a human like the human torch on TV because they were afraid that people would actually set themselves on fire. Mm -hmm. Ding, 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 ding. That's correct. Well, that's what I always do when I see something like that. I just pour the gasoline (laughs) and light myself on fire. Absolutely, absolutely. I'd like to think that 1978 kids then had enough sense because the Fantastic Four had been around for a decade plus by then. So they knew Johnny's special, and if I set myself on fire, it will hurt bad. Kids today, I don't know, maybe. There's probably like some, you know, Inferno challenge, and they will set themselves on fire on TikTok. <laughs> the TikTok torch challenge. Well, and, and, you know, yeah, the human torch challenge. Oh, my God. We have just started... We will not be responsible for anyone actually performing the Human Torch Challenge. We absolve all responsibility. Of all the years that I've watched Looney Tunes, I have never once wanted to drop an anvil on anybody's head. Oh, I've wanted to drop many an anvil on many I I know some people that probably need an anvil to the head, but I I don't want to violence, so I will not be doing that. Yeah, it, it's kind of, it's kind of difficult to transport anvils. Uh, I found, um, and you really have to know a lot about good engineering and fulcrums and levers and stuff to kind of get that thing up there. So it, it's too much science. Now, here's the thing: everyone hated Herbie. <sighs> everyone, we loathe him entirely. Mm-hmm. 
they need to do a Herbie the Robot team up with Scrappy Doo. Oh God! Where where they die in the end? I don't think anybody Ooh. would watch it. No, I, I I tell you they would. They, pro- they we promise they die in the end. Yeah. <laughs> but now before we go to the next one here, do you remember the Thing cartoon? Yes. Yes, the Thing cartoon uh, kind of spun out of this um, and and was tied in with um, the Flintstones. Uh, Fred and Barney meet the Thing. But this is the advertisement for that s- Saturday morning, 1978. And this Thing, the Thing, became the model for Fred and Barney meet the Thing. And then it spun off into his own uh, series. And this Which, kid named Benji, so, this kid named Benji wore this ring and he would say, thing ring, do your thing. And these rocks would come flying in from all over the place and form like this armor. He would transform into the thing and had a completely different personality. And it made complete sense. It was awesome. All right. So moving I, right along. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I did like that show. I, I don't know Marvel. that it holds up. I've not watched it recently. I was a Marvel kid. I'm like, no, he, no, it's, he doesn't have a ring. Mm. Yeah. At, at that time, I think everybody had a ring to transform, kind of like superheroes now. Everybody flies. I would love to see a multiversal version of that thing in the MCU in, in some <laughs> form or fashion. It would be great. Um, <laughs> All right, so this cartoon was originally produced in 1973, but it was still airing in reruns in 1978. This is another Scooby-Doo knockoff. Was it Super Buggy, Love Buggy, or Speed Buggy? Anyone? 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 Mm. In our viewing audience? Nobody yet. Uh, I would say it's Speed Buggy. You are correct, sir. Another good one. Yep. And then this was one of my all-time favorites. The classic comedy trio of Moe, Larry, and Curly return in a cartoon titled The Three Robotic Stooges, The Three Cyber Stooges, or The Three Stooge Bots. Does anyone know? Is it the Robonic, Cyber, or Stooge Bots? I don't know the answer to this, but I did not know there was a cartoon and (laughs) that is super cool. We are big Three Stooges fans in this house. And my 10 year old has watched every episode so many times that he has them all practically memorized. So, well, this is going to be one for you to hunt down. It is. Do we have any answers from the audience, Willow? No, not yet. Not yet. No. No. Well, it is the three robotic stooges and they have made a comeback with idw comics they uh have started publishing a new robotic stooges comic series i've not seen it yet has it come out george uh well it's i, I don't know if they've done the robotic stooges but i know they've done some three stooges comics it's american mythology productions who puts them out well, there is um, there is a new Robonic Stooges coming. Oh, out. okay, cool. Yeah, and yeah. see, I remember this cartoon because well, it was actually for Stooges fans. It does hold up. It is funny, but Robonic, not robotic, but yeah, I just always thought it was a weird title. Well, because 
we are morons tried and true let us sing our song for you <laughs> that it's a it's a it's a mashup of robot and moron yeah. robotic moronic robot that's right that's right yeah okay yeah. that's coming it's coming back to me now yeah all right you guys this was my all time I, I mean listen i love this cartoon when i was a kid mercury astria and hercules that's almost how they said it too you got to pull a little more bass there. Mercury, Astra, Hercules. Yes. And they go. were the uh, tit titular, I love that word, heroic <laughs> trio known as, were they Freedom Force, Space Sentinels, or the Cosmic Three? Now, this is a little bit of a trick question. Oh, I love this. Mm -hmm. So, So does anyone know? Anyone? Without Googling? <laughs> Audience members? Have we stumped Sarah and Willow? Are you guys still with us? Did we put yep. you to sleep? No. <laughs> I feel great. I'm feeling so much younger right now. And I'm loving this. This has been great ego boost this morning. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yes, for for those of us born in the 80s, the, we, we missed this completely. <laughs> well, so this was a cartoon produced by Filmation. And mm -hmm. Filmation was the leading competitor to Hanna-Barbera. And Warner Brothers, and they produced. And I missed that art, by the way. Yeah, they yeah. produced some of the greatest cartoons ever, and this was one of my favorite ones. George, do you know? This would be the Space Sentinels. Now, do you know why this is a trick question? Yep. It's because this character, this version of Hercules, would mm -hmm. go on after the Space Sentinels and join the hero Real team. Cool known as Freedom Force. Yep. All right. So, George, what a blast from the past this is. This superhero couple appeared yeah. as part of the Tarzan and the Super 7 album. Mm -hmm. Do you know who these guys are? Yes, I do. And, man, I, when I saw this picture, I'm like, whoa, that's a deep cut. Yeah. Is um, it Super Stretch and Micro Woman, Manta and Moray, or Wendy and Marvin? <laughs> and I love the Wendy and Marvin throw on in there too, because that's that's not quite a trick question, but Wendy and Marvin are actually another couple. Well, uh, so, well, all three of these answers are actual superhero couples. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But I, I remember. And this is more... a little bit of a trick question too, because it's mm -hmm. referencing Tarzan and the Super Seven. Yes. Any guesses, uh, Willow? Any guesses, Sarah? Uh. Super stretch and micro woman. That would be correct. And nobody else, baby. <laughs> yeah, and and look, look, look. Here's here's. Uh, I I loaded up some images oh, of super disturbing. stretch, and uh, they they even had an an ad in uh, in comics for super stretch mm -hmm. and micro woman. And yep. listen, this was groundbreaking. Because not only did you have African-American superheroes, you had an African-American woman superhero on Saturday morning cartoon, and they were a married couple in suburbia. They were yep. not, you know, urban stereotypes. And people right. are saying that we we are too woke now. I, I think we were more woke then than we are now. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, Super Stretch and Micro Woman. And the reason this is another trick question, because Tarzan and the Super 7 also featured Manta and Moray, 
And Manta and Moray were also a couple that um, were, uh, where are they? Here they are. Underwater heroes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, I don't remember what the pup's name was. I don't either. I don't either. But I remember I used to, um, I used to uh, like, not cosplay, but when I was in my pool in my backyard, I would pretend I was Manta. (laughs) So anyway. All right. The Godzilla Power Hour featured this young monster named, is it Godzilla Jr., Kidzilla, or Godzuki? Uh, First off, I've got to drop your uh, overlay real quick. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, Get rid of that. Okay. No, you don't. Now I do. (laughs) So, yes, this hero, this character, this young monster, is it Godzilla Jr., Kidzilla, or Godzuki? Willow, Lady you should know this devil. one. We just covered this <laughs> two weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Well, wasn't Godzilla Up. Jr. a different looking uh, creature? It was. Okay. Up so... from the depths, 30 stories high, breathing fire. He stands <laughs> in the sky. Godzilla. Godzilla. And who... I, I'm and Godzuki. I was gonna. I, I, I was thinking that too. Yeah. Yep. And and uh, Facebook user who I think maybe uh, Andre from Straight Up Issues uh, got the answer as well here. Awesome. Now I I um I did not remember that this was 1978. For some reason, I thought the Godzilla cartoon came out several years later, but. The fact that this was on and debuted in 1978 makes my birthday in 1978 even better. More Mm -hmm. epic that I was watching Godzilla then. All right. Artie Johnson and Ruth Buzzy of Laugh-In teamed up to provide the voices of this kooky cartoon. And I don't remember this at all, George. Me neither. Was this the skatebirds, baggy pants, and the nitwits, or <laughs> Buford and the galloping ghost? Does anyone know? No. You were audience, born. it goes to you. Audience, who are these characters? What is it? Actually, the girl looks just like Ruth Buzzy, and yeah, even, she does. Even this guy looks a little bit like Artie Johnson. He he's got more hair, more facial hair than Artie Johnson actually had. But you know, I can hear that voice right now, and I can feel Ruth Buzzy's purse hitting my head, you know, sternly. So, yeah. Anyone? Anyone? I would guess the skatebirds. Just as taking a guess, it's probably wrong. So, <laughs> well, we uh, have. Galloping ghosts in the chat here. That was my guess. That was incorrect. Okay. So I'm going to guess, I'm going to go with Sarah and say the skatebird. Don't go with me. That's dangerous. (laughs) Oh, baggy pants in the nitwits. I have never heard of this cartoon before. I haven't either. Wow. And that's that's saying something of Johnny and I have never heard of this cartoon before. (laughs) So we got 12 out of 13. Woohoo! We are heroic. <laughs> How much fun was that? Oh, that was awesome. I love that. 
I love that. Love that. Now, um, so I, I I loaded some of these up to help um, to help me remember because I started doing these this research right. So we had Tarzan and the Super Seven in 1978. We had the Justice League, the Super Friends Super cartoon, Friends. Um, and here's another version of them in a contemporary rendition. And that was um, the later one because that was from the challenge of the super friends. That's right. So here, this was uh this was ABC Saturday mornings in 1978. We had Super Friends, Plastic Man, mm -hmm. uh Microman, and Yuck. Hmm. Uh we had uh Fang Face and uh what was the uh the the junkyard uh spaceship? What was that called? I can't read it. Um I don't remember that one. Yeah, it the 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 clanky cl clunker some anyway and then oh look 1978 had the debut of scrappy doo or we and, can skip talk about the spider woman cartoon and <laughs> spider woman which spider woman was rushed into production by yep. marvel and filmation to be i think it was mattel to the punch yeah um yeah so but it and it, uh, those uh, those episodes are available on Disney Plus. If yes, you're they are. They are, and and it's excellent. And then yeah. over on CBS, we had Popeye, the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner show, and the aforementioned Super Seven, Tarzan and the Super Seven. You had Web Woman, who mm -hmm. was originally going to be um, uh, Spider Woman. They changed her name quickly because uh, Marvel uh, beat it out. Uh, beat them to the punch with the uh, mm -hmm. Spider-Woman cartoon. Uh, you had Tarzan. You had um, the uh, Isis and Isis Shazam. Isis and Shazam. You Freedom Force. Uh, all, all of those. Was, um, it, was, it, was it Jaina of the Jungle or something like that? Or? Yeah, J Jana or something. Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, and, it was um, a rip-off of Sheena. That's right. And and you had Manta and Moray and Micro Woman and Super Stretch and um all in 30 minutes. Yep. They were they were little shorts. It was it was great. It was epic. Um mm -hmm. oh, that's the same one in black and white. And then of course NBC had the Fantastic Four. This was um Shanna of the Jungle. Okay, yeah. Um and then the uh Yogi Space Race and Godzilla. Yep. From the depths. Listen, 1978 Saturday mornings was epic. Mm -hmm. You guys. Yep. Oh, my God. That brings back so many great memories. That was good stuff. Yeah. And, and, that, and that was the year I got the Mego Hall of Justice playset for my birthday to oh. go with the Migos. So, nice. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, in, in, in 78, uh, I was just two, uh, but a very important thing happened to me that summer, which was probably life-defining because it was my still my earliest memory. But I saw this little movie at the drive-in during its re-release <laughs> in the summer of 78. So, yeah, that was that was basically my radar for that summer. So that, I was that's awesome. I was obsessed with Luke Skywalker. So everybody wanted to be Han Solo because he was cool. It was like, Luke's my boy. Luke so, was also my favorite, um, so I'm with you. 
Captain yep. Cool and the Kongs? Yeah, yeah, oh, that was part yeah. of that Super 7. Yeah. Yeah. God, I love it. Love it. I know. I love everybody's yep. um everybody's uh responses in the chat. Oh, and Facebook user is Molly Daniels. Okay. Hello Molly. And um Thank you, everyone, for commenting and joining us on this trip back in time. But you know what? We are we are twelve minutes over time. Where did this hour go? Like, like you think that we actually have a life here, Johnny? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to a wrestling show later on this evening, but that's about it. That's all I got going for today. Well, I've got a big birthday party tonight at East Side Bowl in East Nashville. Nice. And, um, yeah. So we're. Uh, we're going to have a big birthday bash and excited oh, about that. Yay. And um, so uh, anyway, it's time for us to go. I hope you guys enjoyed that trip down uh, memory lane. Now, Sarah, I'm going to ask, what was your favorite birthday growing up? Oh, man, I don't know. They were what all year? really special. Um, I mean, maybe I think 92 stands out, but any okay. of them, any of them in the eighties, because, um, like my mom just always had like all my friends over and she made all this homemade stuff. And then we would do like little kitty pools in the backyard and just, I don't so know. So you had a summer birthday. Yeah. September. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Willow, what about you? Your favorite birthday growing up? What year? Uh, I was born in 82, so I, I don't know. I think a, a lot of my birthdays ended up being at my grandma's place where you know, with the family. So it's any one particular um, one stand out. Unfortunately, I can't really think of one particular. Uh, yeah, no, we. I honestly, I can't really recall one particular birthday that stands out. We've, what about you, George? Uh, well, I've got a February birthday, uh, and unfortunately, it's the day after Groundhog Day. So thank God I wasn't born in Pennsylvania, <laughs> because then everybody would still be recovering from the previous day instead of celebrating my birthday on the 3rd. Um, so I frequently had to deal with a lot of snow in, so most of my birthdays were kind of shut in, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'd have like family and stuff like that. But I, I'd say one birthday was memorable because when... Match the Universe, uh, He-Man toys hit the market. Uh, Christmas, I got from my aunt, like the two-pack of He-Man, Battle Cat, and Skeletor. And then the next morning for Christmas, I got Castle Grayskull. So I remember that following birthday, which, you know, you know, a couple months later, uh, I got He-Man and Mer or not He-Man, um, Merman and Beastman. Uh, so what year really, was that? That would have been 81. 80, 81, something like that. So, so I was something then four or five, something like that. So, uh, yeah. So we've got yeah, two, two years, 92 and 81. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was gonna say that, that was, that, that's, that's one that sticks out there. Um, you know, other birthdays, you know, stuck out for, you know, definitely in later years, stuff like that. Uh, my, uh, 18th birthday was pretty cool. So went and saw a kiss cover band, uh, that night. So, that's yeah. fantastic that's fantastic well since we are over time uh we need to head out um but i do want to thank some of our sponsors um our new loot is actually sponsored by entertainment earth 
and Ooh. you can get those Mego action figures at Entertainment Earth. Click the link in the show notes. And if you're into comics, check out our comic sponsor, TFAW, Things from Another World, and uh, click the links in the show notes. And this week, uh, this Wednesday, I'm doing a review of Transformers Last Bot Standing. Ah. So uh, you can get that at TFAW. So check that out this Wednesday. And um, also, we want to thank everyone who's watching. Now, we had a comment earlier about Walgreens because we were talking about Walgreens and them being like Dollar General here in the States. And Eli Cash <laughs> said, Walgreens and Dollar General come in drones, even nesting dolls. That's a <laughs> funny comment, Eli. These things ain't stores. These are something beyond, beyond human com comprehension. <laughs> The I agree. May be alive. They may be. They may be. Yeah. And for everybody else who has been wishing me a happy birthday, thank you so much. This has been a great birthday, and I'm glad that you guys mm -hmm. were a part of it. And um, uh, with that, Sarah, where can people follow, find, and support you? All right. So you can find me um, at my website, authorsarahjenkins.com on Instagram, uh, author Sarah Jenkins, uh, Facebook, author Sarah Jenkins. Uh, and my podcast is on YouTube, Coffee and Words. It's fantastic. Coffee and Words, not Words and Coffee. No, it's you'll get it right one of these days. One, one of these days. I will. <laughs> yeah. One of these days. That's the magic of live TV, folks. Willow, where can people follow, find and support you? You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and TikTok, and pretty much everywhere else uh, on social media. You're on TikTok now? Yes. Yep. Yes, are I you, am. Are you doing silly yes, dances and cosplay? Uh, no. Uh, okay. I'm uh, Apparently, I'm really lazy and don't do a whole lot of cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. George, where can people follow, find, and support you? Uh, well, uh, you can find me at the Fanatic Forum. Here we go. Let's bring up my business card Ooh. there. Yeah, uh, I am on Facebook and YouTube. You can find me on Facebook at George the Fanatic. Uh, right there in my little uh, name thing there. Uh, YouTube, you can find me at just Fanatic Forum. Uh, I'm live every Friday at 7, and one of my cats is going ham on a cardboard box right now. <laughs> uh but yeah, you can find me uh, Fridays at 7 o'clock Eastern. Uh, we talk about new comics, uh, TV, movies, wrestling, uh, video games, all things geek. Uh, love to have guests on. Love to have people come in on the comments and make their comments and questions and whatever else. Just, you know, just kind of like back on the cereal box here. We just like to celebrate all things geek and just, you know, have a good conversation about it. And a proud member of the Cereal Box Network. And uh, we, we love that. And um, so uh, everybody else, if you want to follow, find and support me, johnpica.com. Um, you can uh, see my books, my, my other projects, live shows, and of course this podcast and uh, follow the podcast back of the cereal box at back of the cereal box dot fun back of the cereal box dot fun. And if you love the show, just like the screen scrolling down below says, contribute at buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod. Of course, if you go to our website, there is a little yellow coffee cup in the corner that you can click and it will take you to buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod. So two, two 
two ways to get there and contribute. Mm. And if you love the show, contribute one, two, three bowls of cereal. Buy us the whole box. And if you hate the show, contribute even more generously mm-hmm. to help us improve just for you. And That's right. That- if, you don't, if you don't like us, give us your money <laughs> or we will suck less to entertain you. That's right. That is absolutely correct. Um, anybody else have any last words? Love it. Love it, Willow. Love the Christmas crunch. Um, actually, uh, I'll do a little short plug here. Uh, if anybody is in the Brandenburg, Kentucky uh, area, which is just about a half hour south of Elizabethtown, uh, legendary Kentucky wrestler Vic the Bruiser is having his retirement show tonight. Uh, it'll be at the uh, uh, State Farm Community Center on Hillcrest Drive. Uh, bell time, seven o'clock. Tickets are $10 ahead of time, $15 on the, at the show. So, And they also do have a meet and greet beforehand. There's going to be lots of uh, local wrestlers and some who have uh, made it to the national spotlight and WWE as well. So lots of uh, fun night there. So should be a good time for wrestling fans. Lucky you. Love it. Love it. Well, I am going to leave everyone with a word about the multiversal fundraiser. So yeah. – um, this will be the last word. So everybody on the panel, Sarah, Willow, George, thank you for joining me this morning. As always, love you, mean it. And we'll catch you on the back of the cereal box. The Multiverse Fundraiser is a virtual fandom jamboree and a charity fundraiser all rolled into one package. We're not just raising funds for a good cause. We're raising fun. Our 2023 events will be supporting the John Ritter Foundation for Aortic Health which exists to spread awareness of aortic health and prevent unnecessary suffering through genetic research, widespread education, and radical advocacy. Our fundraiser combines celebrity panels, fandom-based panels, indie creators, and all of the fun of a virtual con for free. There's a little something for everyone while we support a cause close to our heart. Join us on January 20th through 22nd along with celebrity guests Amy Yazbek, Jason Bear, Chris Gaucher, Victor Garber, William Catt, Cress Williams, Beth Broderick, Armin Shimmerman, Guy Gilchrist, Carrie Schaefer, Brian Hull, Amy Carrero, Jennifer Cody, and Joyce DeWitt.